Jeffrey Dahmer soaking blood. The Unabomber blowing up. Waco, Texas, and Heaven's Gate. Alien modified men from apes. Hitler faked his death and then escaped. Bigfoot and the Mothman. Son of Sam talking to dogs again. Witches, ghosts, and goblins. Mysterious noise and hot things. Dark arts and the skull and bones. Most celebrities are probably cloned. So when you're feeling all alone, grab a beer and get stoned. I welcome you to the podcast. Train crew. We're here to entertain you. I'm gonna catch it, mom. <laughs> oh fuck, man. <laughs> okay. Welcome to the Strange Brew Podcast. Strange Brew. <laughs> Jesus. Oh. oh man, that was fun as fuck. This is uh, Tom Cat at K. Tom Thompson. <laughs> what the fuck is going on? my quarantine nonsense. <laughs> you fucker. Uh. So uh, I got uh, the Billinator here. I got the I got Bill Murray in the house. Bill Murray. <laughs> That's a good one. I like that one. I know. That, that weird that motherfucker. One I like. Yeah, but I'm weird too. Fair yeah. game. But you don't look like Bill Murray at all. No, I look like 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 Hitler's army. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I don't know what you look like. You you look like a mix of like don't the Aryan race that. and the gray aliens. Don't even say that alien <laughs> shit again. We're not going back on that topic. Not again. So what are we drinking? We're drinking Captain Morgan because I'm getting sick of your whiskey. It's Bacardi, you idiot. <laughs> oh, shit. I picked up Bacardi? Oh, I thought I picked up Captain Morgan Tell right now. Tell me off. Get bent. <laughs> you know you're going Tom, to. Okay, we split the alcohol 50-50. Tom chugs his, <laughs> and, then he, and then he thinks that I deserve, I'll give you some or weed. he deserves I'll give to you have some more. Weed. I don't want your weed. <laughs> yeah, I think you do. I have like a gram at home, and it's lasting me like goddamn a month. Yeah, has it? Oh, my God. That last nug I took from you like three weeks ago. <laughs> so, we're also watching... I don't know why me and Billy usually do this, but... Scary movie. Scary movie. Hey, they're so funny. I love them. Yeah, that's why we were laughing. Sydney, the dirty there was the part in, uh... <laughs> Is that what it said? Yeah. Because for some reason, there's subtitles on. Oh. But uh, we talked about that before. Jesus. Yeah, they're in the audience, and Mike Tyson's biting everyone's ears off, and there's a kid, <laughs> kid in the crowd with a baseball mitt like he was waiting to catch one. <laughs> oh, fucking Mike Tyson. What are we doing tonight? The Hotel Cecil is a budget hotel in downtown Los Angeles. Located at 640 S Main Street, opened in 1927, the Cecil was constructed in 1942 by hotelier... Is that a word? Hotelier William Banks... Hanner. 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 As a destination for business travelers and tourists. So we already have a blooper that I got to correct. He said 1942, but he means 1924. It can't possibly have been opened after it was opened in 1927 and constructed in 1924. Did I not say that? He said constructed in 1942. Fuck you. Well, if you want to put years in, we got to make sure they're correct. Yeah. Oh, there's a bum. That's why I had to look over your shoulder and read that. I'm like, how was it constructed like 20 years after it opened? <laughs> so this is an infamous hotel that if, well, I don't know if we'll get to this, but it was based on a season of American Horny Story. Like the 4th of July where everyone just kind of no, fucks American Horror Story does. Uh, oh. <laughs> American Horror Story do, did the season hotel. Yeah. Uh, and it was based on this hotel. Oh, okay. Within ba, ba. five years of its opening, the United States sank into the Great Depression. Shitty. 
Okay, not because of this. No, no, in the same time in the era. When it opened, all of a sudden we're in the Depression. My grandfather grew up in the Depression. Yeah, not good for revenue. No, when he started working? When did he start working? 11 years old. Oh, I was going to say like five. Eleven's not even early. You're retarded. I started working when I was 11. Yeah, did you? Yeah. So Billy was downtown in uh, like this small, like the was it, uh, small Tokyo in uh, Toronto or whatever, and Billy would just give like like three dollar hand jobs to any like Asian guy that would come down the block. Okay, no, that's not true. I ran my mom's Mexican orange cart when I was eleven. <laughs> that is racist, <laughs> especially if some Mexican was like, "Hombre, give me a dollar, dollar, no, no, no look at you, be like, "Hombre, I don't know about you, but you look like one of Hitler's army." Except, except I'm you, brother. <laughs> brother. <laughs> I don't know what that is. That's not Spanish. <laughs> no. Be hombre. I know, but Come brother. Come on, be hombre, and uh, Billy will give you a little suck suck full of three dollars. Suck suck. That's it. I'm not Chinese. <laughs> but you were on Tokyo Street. Is that what? Look how little big Japan. my eyes are. Oh, you Chinatown. Think, you think what, I could go what on? I call it little, <laughs> I called it Little Japan or Little Tokyo. Little Tokyo is like, a thing, though. It's Chinatown. Little no, Tokyo is a thing. Little Tokyo's in New York, I think. Oh, is it? Yeah. I, I don't know. It's Chinatown. I know it's somewhere. Chinatown's where I saw when I was like, I don't know, 12, going through Kensington Market, this uh, this woman in Toronto in a shitty part of Chinatown, and she was like, making and just like talking to herself about the spirits around her and oh baby boy you gotta do it now you like just fucking like that scares me (laughs) those uh, jamaicans can sell it so much more you see a jamaican talking to himself you're like oh my god like something's not right yeah but you see a white guy talking to himself you're just like crack it's crack he's on crack this woman's just crazy yeah no she's like it's like something might be actually real they're they're very persuasive anyways Through the hotel's floor, when the hotel flourished as a fashionable destination through the 1940s, because after the Depression, it kind of... Yeah, it it bumped up a little bit, yeah. The decades beyond saw the hotel's decline, as nearby areas known as Skid Row became increasingly populated by bums. You know what Skid Row is, Oh, right? I, I listen to much too, much too much hip-hop music to not know what what's, Skid Row what's is. hip-hop? Hit, hit, the hip, the hop, the hippity, hippity, hippity That's, uh, I'm pretty sure, what is that, fucking, um... Hip, hip, pop, and just can't That was one of, like, the, uh, first, uh, was that Rapper's Delight? I'm not sure who's that. I think that's called Rapper's Delight. Uh, it was one of, like, the real first hip-hop songs, actually. That's what it got, the hip, hip, the hippity, hopper. Don't stop me, bro. And the bro, 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 I'm Chuck the Boogie. So true. As many as 10,000 homeless people lived within a four-mile oh radius God. by the 1950s, the hotel has gained a reputation as the residence of bums and weirdos. I Strange. think if you, if you get to that point of homeless people, are they even really homeless anymore? Or is it just the community? They all build tents and yeah, shit. Yeah, but like, is, it even, is it even homeless people? Because homeless people means like, like there's like one or two people sleeping on the street. But when it's tens of thousands... Like, they're just a community. That's just how they live. Like, you wouldn't technically no, call have, Africans homeless. Have you ever seen Always Sunny in Philadelphia? Yeah. They do that whole thing where they go and they rent a trailer and they become, like, the bums outside of the building. Because oh, okay. all these people putting yeah, up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're sharing to Mickey. Billy got loaded last night and fell well, asleep with an Admiral's burger in my hand. Sharing is caring. I share in the bedroom. That's what he I share. He shares STDs. <laughs> 
facts. <laughs> <laughs> she has syphilis, the thing I thought I caught, but no, Billy's actually blind right now. He can't really see. He's just like, I'm trying to, every time he talks, I'm pointing his head towards the microphone. There is no, oh, I can't stop looking at this TV, man. You can't put on movies that actually intrigue the shit out of me. Uh, why would, so scary movie intrigues the shit out of him. I love But if I put on some like war documentary with subtitles, he'd be like, Staring right at me all night. Yeah, because I'm like fucking. I know. Okay, oh, you can watch thirty like seconds. You, you can like watch this. thirty seconds. See people die, and you know what the rest of the movie. Perhaps about. the most infamous in the 1980s, the hotel was rumored to be a oh, resident oh. of serial killer Richard Ramirez. Bam, bam, bam. <laughs> Richard Ramirez stayed at the hotel, man. Your homie. Oh, we The knew guy that. you strive to be. I, I am. Well, I am him. Are you the night yeah, stalker? Yeah, no, like I just never got caught. Billy's the night cocker. He takes night cocks. <laughs> if you pay me enough. <laughs> <laughs> Which we've already talked about in Chinatown. He's good, man. Ramirez <laughs> has been a regular presence on Skid Row area of Los Angeles. But according to a hotel clerk who claimed to have spoken to him, it is rumored he didn't die? that he stayed at the Hotel Cecil for a few weeks. Because he's fucking on Skid Row. He's like, I just got this, uh, I don't know how to do this. Like, I, don't, I just got this money from people, I don't know, on the streets. Well, you're I'm not going to, why would you have to tell them why you got the, where you got the money That's from? You're got just the like, here's from. the money. <laughs> I beat an old lady and I raped her to death, but I left her alive. You sound like some of those oversharing <laughs> fucking customers I have. <laughs> yeah. Another serial killer, maybe if stayed there, is Austrian Jack... Unenweger, Unenweger, stayed at the Hotel Cecil in 1991 okay. when I was born, per, possibly cool as a, fuck you, <laughs> a homage to Ramirez. While there, he strangled and killed at least three prostitutes, prostitutes, for which he Who's was, can, <laughs> well, he's from Austria, I don't know how Austrian people talk, like German. Uh, which, yeah, similar. For which he was convicted in Austria, he hung himself shortly after his conviction. <laughs> yeah, after you know you're gonna you, you get convicted for something like that, you're like. Do you want to go through the timelines of death? Sure. Is yeah. it is it significant? Yes, like Richard very Ramirez? significant. This hotel has I mean, so like, many deaths surrounding it; it's ridiculous. But like, how do you get to that point where they're like, okay, something's not right? This is what me. happened on November nineteenth, nineteen thirty-one. Manhattan Beach resident W. K. Norton, forty-six was found dead in his room after ingesting poison capsules. A week prior, Norton had checked into the Cecil Hotel under the name Jill Willies. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty funny. From Chicago. Jill's got some Willies. <laughs> why is, yeah, why would you think of that? I think of something funny. <laughs> <laughs> I got this. Norton's death appears to be the earliest known suicide at the hotel. There's many coming. Here we go. In September 1932, a maid found Benjamin Dodich. Dodich? It looks like Dodich. 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 25. Dead. From a <laughs> self-inflicted gunshot wound to his head. He left the suicide note. What did it say? Oh, he did not leave a suicide oh, note. Oh, okay. <laughs> I'm like, did you, did you look up what it said? Here's the thing. Think about people that are in hotels. If you go to a hotel, it's creepy. And people know people have suicide because, like, I'm gonna say, like, a good percentage. If you ask me to top you up again, I'm gonna fucking rip your dick off. Okay. If um people go to a hotel and like, there's a reason you're there. Either you're there to, okay, there are, there are some, to yeah, suicide. You're there to, there, you're there on business traveling, 
Or like maybe your wife just kicked you out, and now you're losing your house. And, That's a motel. And or your well, a it's fucking a hotel too. No, it's not. A maybe motel, some maybe some motel ho- is one floor. Or maybe you just think you just needed to get away from your wife for a night because she found that she cheated on you, or she just kicked you out for the night. Yeah. Or like or shit like that. Like there's a reason you're not at home. And maybe that's why they killed themselves. Maybe a lot of other hotels have deaths, too. You'll find out. Let's keep In going. late July 1934, Farmer Amy... Uh, Amy. Farmer Amy. <laughs> In late July wow, 1934, cross, for, for, former oh, Army former. Medical <laughs> Corps Sergeant... Former Army Medical... You fucker. Stop. Former Army, not Farmer Amy. <laughs> no, I didn't... Yeah. Former medical corp sergeant Louis D. Borden, 53, was found dead in his room at the Cecil Hotel. He had his throat slashed with a razor. Borden left several notes, which one which cited his poor health as the reason of his suicide. Suicide is a suicide. <laughs> My dad's gonna die. I'm, I'm gonna die anyway. Might as well do it now. That's good logic. Good job, fucking Army Sergeant. Farmer Amy. <laughs> <laughs> In March 1937, Grace E. Margolo fell from the ninth story, her fall broken by a telephone wires that's fucked, oh. which wrapped around her body. She later died and was now... Oh, li- Did that not electrocute you? Yeah. Well, no, no, because you're too high up, but it, was, it strangled her. What do you she mean got- you're too high up? So, uh, you know why birds can sit on... Telephone. They, they don't have because you're not bones. touching no they have hollow no, bones but... that is not why if you touch an electrical wire you're done my when, grandfather when workers used to... go on the elevators my grandfather... or when workers put ladders up they have to turn off the electricity i know yeah yeah but they i'm saying on telephone wires my grandfather used to do that as long as you wear gloves yeah but exactly just because your altitude no doesn't but matter. also electricity doesn't go through unless it goes through the ground i'm telling you this is because it's higher up birds can perch there and it won't go through their bodies Okay. Okay. That's shut- not a fact. Yes, it is. Birds can Google perch. it. Google it. Birds perch on telephone wires because they have hollow Get bones. Get out of my face. Because they have hollow bones, Tom. I know they have hollow bones. That's how that's, they fly. That's how they can okay. sit on those. Billy can suck a fucking cock. Get out of here. But if birds break the wire, they get electrocuted. And can we just get to the story? No. She got wrapped you're up. wrong. <laughs> she got. I don't think I'm wrong. She got wrapped up in the cords, and that's what killed her. And imagine that she went, leapt off the wind, like out of the window, and her fall Superman. would have, would have, <laughs> would have held her body down in the cord, so it would oh, hit the yeah. cords fast. The, yeah, yeah. The thing, all everything would have fell. And electric. She died her. later <laughs> at the now demolished Georgia Street Receiving Hospital. Oh, it's the hospital is not there now. Police were unable to determine <laughs> whether Margot's death was a result of an accident or a suicide. Ooh, dun dun dun. What are you doing? Taking off my sweater. It's hot in here. It's getting hot in here. So Billy's taking off his sweater. I look so much good with no So much good. So much better with no clothes. Hey, oh, yeah. I bet you do. I <laughs> so do. You look... You know what? You look like a Holocaust victim. <laughs> with a big dick. <laughs> I'm sure they all had that after Hitler fucking cut it off. In January 1938, <laughs> okay. Marine Fireman Roy Thompson, 35, jumped from his Cecil top floor and was found on the skylight of the neighboring building. He had stayed at the Cecil Hotel for several weeks. This guy jumped from the Cecil Hotel, probably at a very top fl- the top floor, and landed on another hotel. Amy. <laughs> Fuck off. Erin? Where? Aaron? 
It's it's Irwin. Irwin. <laughs> Irwin. C. Nebilt. 39 was found dead in his room after ingesting poison. That's just all his death. Nobody cares about him. No, he wasn't. He didn't have a lot on him. In so January, this guy was playing Griffins and Gargoyles, and he just... Griffins and Gargoyles? <laughs> what generation did you grow I in? just made a really lame you mean, reference. You mean Dungeons and Dragons? No, Griffins and Gargoyles. I'm not even going to tell you where that's from, because you're going to call me Gabe, and I'm sure some listeners know. Tommy. No, don't know. Tommy. You can look it up after. You almost look like Anthony Perkins. Anthony Perkins is the guy that played Psycho. I know who Anthony Perkins is, and Dude. I don't like that either. Like, I don't <laughs> fuck off. Like, my my looks are like... <laughs> if you just, <laughs> it's the reason I never use Tinder, because just off the looks, I am not good looking. You look I, like a silk. I'm persuasive. You fuck. look like a skinny Paul Bernardo. But, like, talk to me, and, like, if, if it's just off my pictures, I can only get, like, ones and twos. But, like, you talk to me, I can get, like, six, sevens. Yeah, because I fell in love with you. Yeah. <laughs> You sucked my dick once. No, <laughs> yeah, I did. Yeah, I don't remember. You, know, you were, no. you were. Uh, I yeah, there's too much out. foreskin in the way, so I just knocked it out of the way. <laughs> Jesus, fuck, man. In January 1940, teacher Dorothy. Oh, oh man, my God! Do you want me to start reading this? Yes. Dorothy Skyzer. Skyzer. No, are you sure? No, I'm not sure about that one, but Whatever. just carry on. Dorothy Skies are 45 ingesting poison. Why are all these people ingesting poison? Maybe that's a... a bum, bum, While staying at the Cecil, she was... I just have a Cecil. She was staring no, at it? But she like, was like, oh, fuck. No, 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 that she was like staying at the Cecil Hotel, oh, but staying. like the Cecil Hotel was like, Cecil, Cecil, it's give me like, a glass of brandy. I, I think it sounds like a dog. Come here, Cecil. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm going to name my dog. Hotel Cecil. Hotel, no, come here, Cecil. Hotel. <laughs> was reported, his death was reported by Los Angeles Times to be a near death. A near death. What is that? Oh, he maybe he didn't. Oh, no further reports were published about I Dorothy's conditions. Oh, so they don't know if Dorothy died or not, if she died or not. They just there's nothing got reported after because it's fucking 1940. Well, I feel like they report when the someone wall. dies. We're too busy with the wall. Yeah, we there's... don't have to be concerned about the speed to die on Skid Row. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah, fair game. Oh, weird. Another Dorothy. In nine, in September 1944, Dorothy Jean Purcell, 19, young bitch, was sharing a room at the Cecil Hotel with shoemaker Ben Levine, 38. Shoe salesman. Not even a shoemaker. A fucking shoe, shoe salesman. salesman. Uh, 38. So I sell shoes, Miss Lady. Want to come up here? I'm on here on business selling, <laughs> selling some 86. Or Sorry, what year is this? 1944. 44 Jordans. No one knows Jordans are out yet. I got these... Jo Jordan, Jordans. Jordan was it just about? Uh, was he born yet? Not Maybe he wasn't born. even born I have yet. a future teller. I came from the future. <laughs> this guy named Michael Jordan would be playing this movie. You know this movie? You know you know what Disney is? Oh, Walt Disney's doing cartoons right now. Was that He's doing cartoons job? about war and stuff. And like there, there was a Donald Duck cartoon, you know, about the Nazis. And uh, Donald Duck was reading Mein Kampf, and it was actually a real cartoon. That's a real cartoon. And had some Jordans. On. It, and he had some Jordans. <laughs> and the Jordan is uh, this, this black man. I I know Negro. Negroes are in slavery right now, but oh eventually they'll come out and they'll they'll play basketball. They won't go in, into outer space. They won't be in NASA, but you know they will they will make rap songs. I don't think Jordans would sell that well in '44. <laughs> They'd be like, "Who the fuck is this guy? <laughs> make him white." <laughs> well, uh, I gotta say this because it's pretty funny. During um, the 19, 
I don't know, was it 1939? Whatever, the Olympics during Nazi reign. Okay. Uh, Jesse Owens, a uh, black guy, ran and beat everybody. And Hitler's probably thinking they're like, maybe I, uh, I chose the wrong race. He put all his money on the, the, the Jewish guy. Yeah. Not the Jewish guy, the German the guy. German guy. He's like that Jewish guy. So this is the salesman is some reason at the hotel with this. He's 38. He's with a 19 year old girl. Yeah, that sounds like who apparently was unaware that she was pregnant and went into labor. So this 38 year old (laughs) guy was fucking this 19 year old. You're unaware she's pregnant and she's nine months pregnant. And you are you just you look so, like no, you had one too many no, beers but, there, lady. Yeah, <laughs> you got a little bit of a. So belly. Uh, the the Dorothy Jean Purso went into labor, uh, but she later testified she did not want to uh, disrupt the sleeping of Levine, her thirty eight year old husband. So she went to the bathroom where she gave birth to a baby boy, thinking <laughs> the baby was dead. Purcell threw the baby out the window. <laughs> Where it landed on the <laughs> roof of an adjacent building. Philly's dying. She, <laughs> she thought the baby was dead, so she took it in the out and threw it out the window. No, that is the most horseshit fucking story. <laughs> dead serious? No, no. Listen, wait, listen, here, no, listen this, to this. Listen, you're dead wrong. Listen, this actually happened. She's, she went into labor. They're both sleeping. She looks over and she's like, oh. He's got work in the morning. Can't can't let him know I'm about to have a fucking kid. I'm just gonna go quietly. Fucking, she was 19. I'm just gonna. He was I'm just gonna quietly go shoot this out of my oh, cooter yeah. in the bathroom <gasps> and just. Huh? Yeah, okay, stop crying, little one. Stop you know, crying. You no, know probably happened. Oh, no, oh, he probably threw it out the oh, window. I don't like you. <laughs> no, he probably threw it out the window. This is dead serious. This actually happened. Purcell was charged with the murder. Three. Um, Except she didn't go into the bathroom to no, worry I know. him. Three, like how bad did he? Have, how bad did he beat her? Yeah, yeah, this is the story, Kay. And three psychologists, and at the time they were known as alienists, which is funny, psychiatrists that were like, what's wrong with your brain? Why did you do that? Why did you kill three gay men? Oh my God. Is it because you're gay? Like, you know what I mean? Like yeah. fucking Bruce Mithar- MacArthur? I don't know why I couldn't say MacArthur. Um, <laughs> he t- uh, she testified, oh, they testified that Purcell was mentally confused at the time of the accident. In January 1945, she was fined not guilty by the reason of insanity. And during the time in 1945, just after the war, you would not want to be in a mental institution, let alone a jail. You'd be like, all these yeah. people flinging Bad poop because the retards be like, <laughs> I can't do that anymore. Yeah, no, that maybe edit that. In, 19, uh, in November 1947, Robert Smith, 35, died after jumping off of one of Cecil Hotel's seventh windows. Seventh, seventeenth window. Seventeenth. <laughs> what a dive. Okay, like, honestly, like, even if you're going to commit suicide, that's a bomb. Like, you're, you have balls. You have fucking no, it was hard, uh, still, you have hardcore balls <laughs> to first. be like, goodbye. Fucking off the seventh so floor. Seven deaths on October twenty second, nineteen fifty four. Throughout the years, all of a sudden, it's like every like five years, is a murder. Like somebody's killing themselves. Every or, five years. That's that's a or, significant or, well, around, period, though. Well, let's see. 
I thought we were going yeah, like every Friday. About like, every three, three, shit. four years, it seems like there's a death at this hotel. On October 22nd, 1954, San, San Francisco stationary firm employee. I don't know what the fuck that is. Uh, Helen, so it's a lot of women too also. Gurney, 55, jumped from the window of the seventh floor where she landed oh, on top of... Oh, maybe it's just the seventh floor. Well, and that's Guy jumping from the seventh floor too. Maybe he was like influencing it. Like spirits, I 100% believe that that exists. Hey, lady. Just go. Just go. You see that balcony right there? It's so easy. Just hey, jump over. you know that job you Fly hate? like Superman. You know that job you hate. No, he didn't. You know what could end it all? <laughs> that window. <laughs> it fucks them. Like they <laughs> fucked you. Would you fuck me? I'd fuck me. I'd fuck me. I'd fuck me. <laughs> <laughs> One week prior, she had registered to the hotel under a oh, name I'd Margaret Brown. Okay, I know. Oh, that's Carmen Electra. Yeah. <laughs> On February 11, 1962, Hello. Julia, it's a lot of women, eh? Uh, Julia Frances Moore, 50, and a lot of older women in their 40s and 50s. There's Just a lot Superman of. Superman and off the seventh yeah, floor. Yeah. Jumped from the window of her eighth floor room and landed on the second story interior. Oh, interior light well. So there's a light cascading, like that they have on the hotel. They're like, Just come to this hotel. She landed in there. <laughs> Just come to in this In the 60s. You know those, like, lights, you know? <laughs> Oh, yeah, no one could see her hand gestures. Moore did not leave a suicide uh, note. Among her possessions were a bus ticket from St. Louis, 59 cents and change, and an Illinois bank book showing a balance of 1,800. So that's not, that's not too bad for the 60s. She had, uh, okay. uh, she had very good money. You're in the 60s. You got 1,800 bucks in your bank. You're doing pretty well. On October 12, 1962, Pauline Ottman... 27, see all these women, and this was on the same year of uh, actually a couple months, yeah, like almost almost a year after that this woman killed, the other woman killed herself. Jumped from the window of their ninth room after an argument with her estranged husband, Dewey. Dewey. Uh, there's he a kid I went to high school with system. named Dewey, and he came from the small town, uh, and he wore cowboy boots, and then would beat up people to try to represent, uh, like, like a, to get a rep, and then within two years, he's dressing with a baseball cap and fucking baggy jeans. It's like, bitch, you were a farmer. What the fuck are you hey, doing? Bitch, you were a farmer. Stick to your roots. Dewey had left the room prior to Auden's, or Auden's suicide. Auden landed on a pedestrian. Oh, okay. that sucks. He didn't do anything. George... <laughs> Oh, this is definitely a, R. 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 no, no. <laughs> George Ganini, like an Italian. Janini, yeah. I don't know. George Ganini, yeah. Ganini, sixty-five, killing them both instantly. This Pauline bitch, twenty-seven, jumps off a window, like lands on a like dude. How do you look up and see like, oh my god? Ah! <laughs> Someone would be screaming. Yeah, like, you'd be able to get out of the way. You'd let that happen. There was no witnesses. Oh, he's 65. He can't move. Police ad- initially thought that Auden and Ganini committed suicide together. However, it was soon determined that Ganini had his hands in his pockets at the time of his death. Oh, and my God. he was still wearing shoes. He hadn't jumped at all. She had jumped. and in, Just like, landed on yeah. him. That sucks so much. You'd see the impact, too, from her hitting If he would have jumped, his shoes would have fallen off. That's what that why it came to oh, that. That's not true. Yes, it is. Your shoes definitely would have fallen off. I could... You can skydive with shoes. Your yeah. shoes don't fall off. Justin. I know. Why didn't he come out tonight? Because there's too many people on a fucking Thursday. On June 4th, <laughs> 1964, a hotel worker discovered... 
Pigeon Goldie. Pinching Goldie. Pigeon Goldie. Oh, like it sounds like you like you're you're, you're shitting a gold brick and you're pinching a, a it retired off. telephone <laughs> operator. A re- <laughs> what a job! Dad in her They're room. Take our job. She had been raped, stabbed, and oh, beaten okay, in laughing. her room. Was ransacked. Ooh. Osgood was well known around the area, and had earned her name because she fed birds in the nearby perishing square near her body like she fed birds like yeah. as a bird or did she just like walk like no, an old like, man with no, breadcrumbs well, he's you, like i feed the no, pigeons okay, <laughs> remember home alone in new york with that weird pigeon lady that's what i picture oh yeah that's what i mean that like okay it's not a job it's just some fucking bitch cra- yeah, yeah yeah can you say pig- bitch is that still okay <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> god knows how many things i can't say anymore <laughs> like, i don't think that was ever okay to be honest <laughs> Cunt bitch. Talking about my dog. She always <laughs> wore a paper sack full of bird seeds. She wore it. She wore and had a paper. Oh. She wore a no, paper sack. She always wore a, lo- a a Los Angeles Dodge cap. Dodgers. Yeah. Dodgers. Like baseball team. Yeah. No, sure. I said Dodge. <laughs> like Dodge An man. L.A. Dodge Ram, <laughs> just from Los Angeles, exclusive. Well, and you a, guys got Dodge Rams down and, there? And and different a, than our Dodge Rams? And a paper sack full of bird seeds. Hours after her murder, Jacqueline E. Elinger, 29, was seen walking. She saw her walking through the Perishing Square. I don't know why it's called Perishing Square. Persian Square? No, it's Persian. Tom, there's been so many offshoots. I am not following the story. <laughs> I don't know what you just said. Th- I'm picturing an old lady wearing a paper bag she was with a bunch of bird seeds. She was found in her room raped and, and all And now she's shit. dead. The, the old lady raped yeah, her? Yeah, no, no. <laughs> oh, someone saw her. <laughs> someone Can we saw... redo that story? No, someone saw her before she died. Okay, so what about the old the old lady's the one that died? Do you want me to do the whole thing over? I kind of do. Okay, I On June 4th, 1964, hotel worker discovered Pigeon Goldie Osgood, a retired telephone operator, dead in a room. Okay. She had been raped, stabbed, and beaten in her room, and her room was ransacked. Okay. Osgood, that's what her name was, Pigeon Goldie, last name is Osgood, okay. so Pigeon Goldie, was known around the area and had earned her nickname because she fed birds in nearby Perishing Square. Okay. Near her body <laughs> was, uh, near her body was the Los Angeles Dodgers cap she always wore and a paper sack full of birdseed. Hours after her murder, Jacqueline B. Inlinger, 29, was seen walking through Paris Square, the area which Osgold fed birds or Osgood fed birds and bloodstained clothes. She was arrested. Yeah, I fucked that up. Anyways, she was arrested and charged with Osgood's murder, but later cleared the crime because Osgood's murder was the pigeon bitch, pigeon bitch. Her shit remains unsolved. Wouldn't that be the solved? Why wouldn't that? It's like, ah, you couldn't have done it. I don't know if I your should... blood must have been from something else. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know. I don't know if I should leave that in. I have to edit these that. Yeah, that one was a bad story, Tom. That was perfect on time, but I just did it. <laughs> on December 20th, can I do the next one? If you want to, but don't. On December 20th, 1975, I'm going to talk like Tom. A still unde- unidentified woman jumped from her 20th? 12th. 12th floor window. Jesus, that's high. Onto the Cecil's second floor roof. So, like, the roof was, like, a little bit yeah. more... More out than the than the ho- than the balcony, I guess. But anyways, she had registered at the hotel on December sixteenth. 
So four days living in this hotel in this room. She's like, I can't fucking do this anymore. My husband's clearly not taking me back. I'm just. Well, does it not sound like this is weirdly haunted? Like there's some weird haunting because why do these people keep taking their lives? It does. There's no, like so right. many suicides. You're right, but and it's like saying something you're like, do other hotels not have that? I I just assume no. There's hotels, a lot of hotels there have suicides. Suicide. There's a lot of, but this is the most infamous one of why we're doing this. It's like it's so it's, often and so in succession of so many two, years. Three years. Yeah. Is not, that's not that often. No, it is. No, for a suicide. Yeah, and especially in the time period that it was, and constantly. I'm, I guess. You know I, I, mean? I I guess. But to me it reminds me of like the shining and the hotel rooms and stuff and like Danny come play with us Danny <laughs> I think I said that when I was little this <laughs> is his brother but Danny is like the little kid and the two twins come right like it's the whole kind of thing of like these people seeing hauntings and, and maybe that's what I believe is like seeing shit and, and like progressing like you're already yeah. sitting there and you're already there for some fucked up reason yeah you're in skid row or especially at the time when these deaths start ramping up but even when it's weird when it was getting ramped up and famous people were still committing suicide because it's around Hollywood and Los Angeles and then there's serial killers that stay there there's this weird juju maybe it's just cheap maybe that's why I stay there Cheap, cheap rent. Well, yeah, that's why Ramirez stayed there, obviously. So, ooh, cheap rent. I'll just rape this old lady. Let's go over here. and fucking... Let's go over here. I'll pay $12 okay. a night. <laughs> this is the most interesting case of the Hotel Cecil. This is We can do a whole podcast about her case. The on February dun, dun, dun. Yeah, On February uh, 19, 2013. Ooh, recent. Very recent. The naked body of Lisa, uh, Lisa Lamb, a 21-year-old Canadian student. Can- Canadian. Canadian. <laughs> okay, it, it, this is really fucked up. I've said, like, I know a lot about this case. It's very interesting. Um, she was found inside of one of the supply tanks for water on the hotel She's found in the water tank. Yeah. Oh, my God. So what happened? Lamb had gone missing for about three weeks earlier on January 31st, 2013. Literally before, like, uh, yeah, that was, yeah. How do you find someone in a water tank? We'll find out. Her decomposing body was discovered by a maintenance worker in one of the rooftop water tanks after guests had complained about low water pressure and water that tastes funny. Oh my fucking god, people were drinking her goddamn body. Yep. That's fucked. Yep. That's fucked. Authorities later ruled that Lamb's death as an incident as it was an accidental drowning. Video surveillance an accidental. footage. No, but you I just locked her. I didn't think she drowned. I thought she could breathe this case under is crazy. the no, water tank. This. Video surveillance footage taken from inside the elevator shortly before her disappearance showed Lamb, Lisa, uh, Lisa Lamb, acting strangely, pressing against uh, the elevator, pressing against the shoot. Okay, so in the video, you can see this online. She's like in elevator, and like it looks like there's something coming from a room, and she's freaking out, and she's pressed against, against the, the wall, wall of the yeah. elevator, and she's trying to press all these buttons. And, and it's happens? a fucked up video. Hiding like in the corner of the elevator and waving your arms wildly, causing widespread speculation about the cause of her death. There was a lot of weird things surrounding this, and this is the hotel oh, Cecil. Murder. Yes. Not sure. After the elevator video was made public, many theorists arose that Lamb's death was reported maybe she had bipolar disorder. I don't believe this because what? Okay, this hotel is surrounded by mass amounts of death, all these suicides, uh, and she starts seeing shit 
that's scaring her. And she she was um she was in she's the Jap she's like Asian descent. She's from J Japan or China or somewhere like that. Right. But she's like but living Canadian in, yeah. Student, but she's yeah. a Canadian. Um, Canadian. She must have been from Brantford, Laurier. God no, damn it. Yeah, it's it's very uh very Chinese. This was this is a very fucked up story. We got telling you we do entire podcast if we wanted to in speculation, but a lot of people have done it. But it's very interesting because all of a sudden very her body recent. was just found and there's this hotel footage of her freaking out thinking she's seeing something that's right, coming but from. on the footage and then all nothing. of a sudden and there's speculation because the the top where she was found in the water heater or the the water um tank you could only seal it from the outside yeah there's no fucking way that she just crawled into it and then closed the hatch yeah well there's no hatch on a water tank it's it's bolts there's a drill like to yeah. get someone that's, inside of a water see, tank that's some sick that's fucking, why people speculate that like how that's is not that? a speculation yeah. that's straight up a fact you're an idiot if you think she did that herself which she was prescribed for various medications which could have contributed to her death but it's still the, her strange behavior in the elevator i don't believe this like so, so at the end of the day, you never answered me, though. Like, she's freaking out in the elevator, yeah. but nothing shows that anything came in the elevator. I, Billy's never seen this. When we're done this, I will show you the video. So it should, just answers, yes or no? Yeah, well, it shows nothing, nothing, nothing else. No, no. It's, That's it, all I wanted to know. So the elevator door closes and she's still freaking out with nothing in there. No. It, it just ends. And there she's like... She, it, it just looks ends. Like so someone cut the no, footage. No, she looks like she's... No. Oh, my God. I'll show you. It looks like she's reacting to something coming towards her. And then I've I haven't seen the video footage in a while. I should have looked at this. Yeah, fucking. But I'm, I've seen this many times. She's freaking out. Okay. Okay. I just right. it's to me yes. Bi a bipolar is not that. That would be schizophrenia. Yeah, to that me. that's straight schizophrenia. I knew yeah. a kid I grew up with that had schizophrenia, and I always believed maybe he saw things that I couldn't see. I hate that. Okay, we're watching a scary movie, and I just saw the, the Saw guy. We're watching the part where they make fun of Saw, and he I hate it because bicycle. years before this movie came out, I've been doing that my entire life. I'm like, you cut me off in the line. Now you must pay the price. <laughs> cut off your eyeball and seven pounds of your flesh or watch your son die. I'm like, that guy's Fox. <laughs> like, you think you're doing the right thing, you crazy fucking lunatic? Everyone's done the wrong thing. On Everyone cut someone off eventually. <laughs> Remember that traffic? You went 15 over, not 10. And the cop, he let you off. That cop is now in the room. You must pay the price. <laughs> <laughs> I did that years before this movie. I fucking hate that this movie came you out. You would have been, okay, this movie came out when you were like I seven. know, I was making, no, this movie came out when I was like 15. No, but Saw, Saw. No, movie... Saw, yeah, I was making fun of that shit when I was 7, 8. Yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> Okay. Uh, <laughs> what? You're, yeah, because your brother. No, because I'm me. On June nineteenth, <laughs> on June thirteenth, two thousand fifteen, the body of twenty-eight-year-old man was found dead outside the hotel. Some conjecture: he may have committed suicide, maybe by jumping from the hotel. Maybe, maybe. Through a spokes, she. He, what? Through a spokesperson for a country corner informant of the L.L.E. Times. <laughs> The, the the death is not determined. This is some the guy's death. Yeah, it's like some guy's like, hey, some guy's dead. I don't really know. What Maybe. Happened. Maybe. That's a good article. I want to read that. That motherfucker's high as fuck. He's like, Maybe that has been he died. at least sixteen deaths at the Cecil Hotel. But the thing's been open for almost a hundred years. 
now, but it's, I don't 16? know what, I think it, I don't, mm. yeah, that's 2013 we'll have, one was a we'll huge have a jump. Report. Oh, did well, you put all of them in here? No, we have a report on Justin's mustache also after this. Oh, okay. That's I forgot about I that. Saying, but did you, did you put all of them in? Because 2013, what was the last one previous? 15, 2015. No, 2013, and then what was the previous one before that? Oh, you want to see, see? Uh, 1975. Yeah, so that's a huge yeah, fucking gap. jump. Yeah, 25. All of a sudden, the spirit's like, I'm 30, unruly. What's that, 38 I'm, years? Yeah, I'm unruly. 38 years. I'm going to start fucking with some peeps. I'm going to make a serial killer put Elisa Lamb's body in. Like, there's no way she got into it. Be- okay, anyways. <laughs> 38 year jump, though. That's fucked. I got to say that, you know, that most of them resulting in like, non-natural death causes, either as a result of suicide, accident, or murder... This excludes the 1940 case of Dorothy, uh, what'd you call her? Shiza? Where is it? Skyza. Skyza. <laughs> Who is reportedly to, uh, in critical condition in, after ingesting poison. She lived, but there's no reports. The Cecil has been connected with several well-unknown murders also. Elizabeth Short... Also, a fi- this is a famous case that could be a podcast on its own. A murder victim dubbed by the uh, media as the Black Dahlia. You ever heard of the Black Dahlia? It's one of Los Angeles' best-known unsolved murders. Short was reportedly seen at the Cecil Bar in days shortly before her murder in January 1947. However, the information remains highly disputed. See, like, half these stories sounded really neat, and then half of them sounded like, okay, that's just fucking ridiculous. People are just jumping off shit, but, like, there's influences, man. There is, but, okay, to have a 38-year gap in the supposed host, why, host so, um, uh, American Horror Story did this, and that's what they based this off of, was this case, um, of this hotel. That's where they have the hotel, right? And in a scene on Halloween, uh, all these serial killers show up to a dinner at the Hotel Cecil, Right, and Richard Ramirez shows up. Uh, all know who else shows up? Hey guys, up? I'm just here for dinner. <laughs> yeah, you got any turkey? <laughs> yeah. That's kind of how we got talked. Uh, you know who else showed up? Yeah. You know the bitch, Eileen Warner. Eileen Warner shows up in shows this like up. in this this season. Oh, and it's I think, American Horror Story. Yeah, and so does like who else shows up? I think I don't think Bundy shows up. It's people around the area, and it's weird that their spirits like congregate and people people see them like have this dinner. Which is weird. You think a serial killer would kill another serial killer? You no, think one cool. would be mad enough eventually? You're having a bunch of temperamental people that kill people for no fucking reason. That's what I mean. You get that, along. Like, Billy's took out at least like three women, at least in the past like three years. If like, if hey, you... <laughs> I'm still not caught. Stop talking about that. Stop talking. <laughs> oh fuck. I'm, I'm uncaught, and I'm bragging about. So that was the hotel. That's all uncaught. So. Okay, just a mustache update. Yeah. Okay. We have the mustache. I fucking. I'm so pissed. I'm actually pissed because the mother... Stop saying piss. <laughs> piss. <laughs> Just spit. Um, I'm pissed. <laughs> Anyways. I fucking... Oh, my God. So, I, 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 the guy <laughs> actually kind of looks good in it. I hate it. He actually yeah. rocks it pretty so, good. Yo, he, and now I got to buy the so booze. If, uh, so, prior to this episode, it's kind of late on the page, but like... Justin did, if you go to Strange Brew Canada, we bet him if he just keeps, like, a porn stash for a week that, that before Billy leaves, he has to pay for the booze for every episode. So, Justin's been keeping it. And even when I saw him at work, I was like, 
I don't know if it's your face structure or what, but like he's pulling it Fuck, off. He kind of looks good, and I'm so happy. He and hates he it at hates least. it though. And like he's like, I'm gonna feel so dumb at work, but he's doing it. So uh, this is an episode <laughs> prior to tomorrow where we're actually gonna take a little break and just drink. That's why we're doing this on uh, earlier, kind of. But like, I'm interested. Like his. I think he should do it for like at least another couple, like a week or. No, two. we need to make this better. Like, I obviously I need to I need to sweeten the pot. Send me your ideas, strangebrewcanada dot at gmail. You have gmail no, or hotmail? No, it's strangebrewpodcast at gmail dot com. Okay, email me and tell me better ideas because I don't Strange want him to see them. Don't be posting. Com. I want to because I want to. I, I need to sweeten the pot. And I want to make him make a Hitler mustache at least. Because, like, he's got to be embarrassed. But yeah. it, I'm actually, like, he sent me a picture. I'm like, fuck. Like, he looks he like, act, I, t- I said, he actually I said, looks okay. He looks like an 80s cop. He actually looks okay. Yeah. And it pisses me off. Like, if I had a, if I had that mustache, I'd look fucking ridiculous. If you had that yeah, mustache, oh, stupid. my God. I look, Can you just, I have a big beard. Oh, my God. I just, I just pictured, <laughs> just put a hand Ew, on your hand sweaty. <laughs> sweaty in a good way okay so strange Bucana is our facebook page we have too much fun on this shit and that's why we're different you gotta listen to the podcast i think i'm different because i'm a white mexican I, I think you're different because you look like the handicapped version of bob bernardo and i'm a white mexican you like that joke you like that joke you made <laughs> you feel good about yourself because we have Tom? to cover that case and i gotta make some fun of it you feel good about yourself I don't. Good. I feel bad. Yeah, you should. I go to therapy every Thursday with Billy so we can like get to the real <laughs> problems. Of what's we going do. On. We just came back from it. <laughs> We're like, you know what? We got to stop making fun of each other. That's what they told us. And then we left stop it. And, and the first thing I did, I just... <laughs> stop touching. What he found as he... Okay. These people looked at... Stop touching. Stop touching. 4% of the eyes they looked at were of reptilian type and appearance. I feel a shiver in my spine As I stare in the abyss of my mind Aware there's a presence that isn't alive Do I dare to ask questions? The fact we're living in a lie There's different kinds of aliens Hidden from our eyes Staring at decisions Now's the time to decide Living in a life that's inside a prison Count the lives that die You wonder why this plan's fucked The government demands trust When the truth is They can't fucking stand us They want your children handcuffed If they try to stand up To their authority But we gotta stand up Because we're the majority Bitches just flip cup in a sorority Rumors of this fucking fist Fucked in her bitch cunt Because she was horny Or animals in a cage Or Hannibal Lecter in a rage A man will undress ya Programmed to pleasure Hold hands together every day A plan to never go astray away To stay in lay The seed in the soil The government says they need oil Then they leave a country in turmoil Torn in debt, we smoke even though I warned about cigarettes We're told you'll be breathing through a hole in your neck From the toxins they inject The foods pumped with GMO, the toxins you ingest You can't function anymore, tossing loss of rest I can't stand the corruption anymore They wanna cause my death, and plenty more Haunted by all the stress, the scent of a whore Followed by a girl in an olive dress Enters the door, jumps off the ledge and falls to her death A dismembered body on the floor, cut off his head Echoes through the halls when you're in bed 
This is what it feels like to be friends with the dead. All the way through history, you have this theme of possession and of fighting the snake or fighting the dragon and all, and all the rest of it. That's the, the theme I'm talking about, and it's the software hybrid bloodline, which has led to hybrid people, possessed people, being in positions of power. So you look at the human level, but what's behind it?